seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. Oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, the most valued pre-owned podcast at GameStop. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Shorty Shitstain Daniels. And joining me across the universe on Skype is Todd, Lil Kiki Fortner. What's going on, man? The, the look on your face tells me everything I need to know about exactly how this week's episode is going to go. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. You just going, hey, man, hey, fuck it. Just throw it out there. Look, um, if you haven't listened to the show before, you know, our apologies in advance. Welcome. Welcome. We appreciate you listening as usual. Well, uh, that's a little bit early. I think that's a record apology. Yeah, I, I think, think that's a record one. Really, there's no reason to apologize, though. That was actually beautiful. Um, Shout out to all the juice smokers out there. We dying. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> it's a win. It's a win for me. I'm kidding. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm kidding. Damn it, man. Nah. Nah. You broke up a little bit. But now nah, I'm doing well, man. I don't know. I wasn't ready for shorty shit stain, bro. Nobody ever is. Talk... Yeah, we're going to talk about that after the recording. But, uh, yeah, man. Um, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty great, you know. And then. In consideration of all things, I cannot complain, sir. How about yourself? How's how's your week going? Man, it's good. My week is good. I don't know what that. <laughs> good. My good. week is very good. It's uh, it's incredible. It's incredible. I'm here on a Saturday recording with you. That is what matters. Next week I'll be on a cruise starting on the twenty second. So that's eight days away, and I can't wait to get away from things. For a while. Now that stalker knows your exact schedule, and hopefully you don't end up in different body parts across the UK. I um, hope not. It's the whole shorty shit thing. Especially not across the UK. I don't want to go to the UK. Fucking communists. Oh, are they? <laughs> yeah, no. Is that the way that works? No, not at all. It's not. That's not even close to being correct? No, Look, not. we haven't. Look, man, this whole shit, this whole fucking, what's, we've been trying to record for five hours, <laughs> I threw the timing off, we finally get on here, we're going uphill with it, like, I'm really glad to be recording with you, with the way it's fighting, this problem with the communists is fucking up our connection right now. I think That's you're right. That's what's going on. I think you're right. Goddamn bots. <laughs> just throw whatever, we just, let's just see where this goes. Fucking Russians. Let's see where this goes. Uh, yeah, Trussians. Prussians. Prussians. Where's Borat from? Borat's from. Uh, I don't remember where Borat's from. What is it? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. I think so. I think. Hold on. I'm curious. I haven't seen Borat in years. I think that's probably who's trying to hack it. This is some old Damon Macchiato shit. I don't understand what's going on. I don't either. Uh, I'm But anyway, let's see. Yeah, he's from Kazakhstan. He's from Kazakhstan. I am Borat from Kazakhstan. That's probably who's trying to hack into our shit. We, let, let's just see how far we can make it. This will be some old chopped and screwed ass episode. Because like I, I was like, yeah, I was all ready to be like, Lil Kiki, loved by a few, hated by me. Oh, shorty sticks that shit stain. I can't even say it. I don't even know how you say it. <laughs> Barely. Barely with a straight face. 
Barely. Okay, all right. I, I hate to keep moving back to that, man, but that was really – I just did some super childish in me that just enjoys that. Like, let's just get the dick and fart jokes out the way up front. That was the point. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Get them all out front. I wanna, that's, that's what we need to do. Uh, but no, this, this is your first time joining us. Welcome to the fucking party. This is Skip the Tutorial. It's a video game show. Me and Todd get together every week and we talk about video games. Uh, we talk about some news and a round table. And sometimes we make dick and fart jokes. And that's our life. That is that is our life. Welcome to a slice. Of, if you think there's anything outside of this show, not really. This is kind of our everyday life. We just decided to put it in an audio format for your enjoyment and our no shame embarrassment. We don't have any embarrassment. That's why I prefaced it with no shame because there is no shame out there. Not for us. Not for me and Todd. Uh, but we're talking about video games this week. So, Todd, we also have a roundtable for the people. I don't know how to describe this roundtable. What are your thoughts on this round? I I think it's an interesting. No, you, I think you got a better way. No, I know you. You got a better way to. Well, you get straight to it. You got yeah. as far as like influencers and and you know. Yeah, the evolution the, the... of like what drives the market in video games, like how we've gone. We'll talk right. about this later, but it's like. What actually drives video game sales? Because every year all these lists come out where they talk about, like, the best games you didn't play all year. And it's always, like, Panty Party. It's got a surprising twist ending. I'm not going to play Whatever 12 hours. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> motherfuck. What the Metacritic, bro? It could be true. It could be what true. What the motherfuck, Rotten Tomato, brother fuck. <laughs> motherfuck. Fuck that motherfuck. <laughs> It's just, it could be true. I'm not going to play 12 hours of Panty Party to find out there's a twist ending where you're really a pigeon dating Satan. Because that's what happens in those games. I'm just saying. Man, man, I don't know how. What's crazy is it's like I imagine like three three guys in an Irish bar listening to our show. And that's like it. Yeah, yeah. And just trying to figure it out. They're like trying to translate. It's like... Well, we understand it's English, but we actually don't understand what's going right. on. That's what shout I think. Shout out to Cambodia. Shout out to the shout out to the four Cambodians that 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 I know fuck with us. Yeah, thank shout you. Shout out Cambodia. to Colombian hippos. Colombian hippos. Bots. I love it. Uh, but no, this is a video game show, so we're here to talk about some video games with you people, with all of you, the tribe. Welcome to the tribe. Welcome to the show. Todd, I have a question for you. I'm going to throw it out this week. What have you been playing? What have you been playing? Uh, With me nuts, man. It's one of those weeks. It's one of those weeks where my nuts, I've been playing with those. They got a lot of attention, and it's a, it's a video <laughs> game called The Nutcracker. That's... <laughs> it's a new video game brought to you all the way from the pubescent era called The Nutcracker. I got a lot of sleep today. Game day, man. It was it was a couple of days. It was, I think it was a couple of days ago. Um, happy happy belated nine eleven. I'm glad we got through that as a tribe. Always remember, never forget, never forget. Actually, Andrew 
Venom, he put up a pretty good post uh, uh, that I was I liked where it was, you know, he was saying, never forget 9-12. Like, never forget 9-11, but I want to remember us as 9-12. Didn't matter who you were. Didn't matter if you're a couple of couple of idiots recording a podcast about video games making dick and fart jokes, or if you're the dude running the gas station who liked to watch uh, little people piss on balloons while you jerked one off. Didn't matter. You were American. We accept you and your kinks, America. Accept fucking furries. I don't understand it, and I never... And if you catch shit with your hands. If you catch shit with your hands, I don't get it. I don't... Hey, I'm man. joking about furries. I don't care. But people catch shit with their hands. Yes, I don't understand that. That's... It's not... Nah, hey, man, uh... I threw you off. You asked me about what I, what games I've been playing, and I, I started talking about some whole sideways shit, and you just the spirit of Alex Jones just jumped into you, and you and you had to let it out. You had to shout it out. I get it. I man. did. I get it. It's okay. So, um, <laughs> I'm still disappointed because I hadn't beaten Astro Chain. So let's get that out of the way. Fair enough. Completely Fair planned enough. on that. Also planned on some Demona Micro. Yes. Other than a little experience with the demo. Hadn't gotten that yet. I might end up waiting on that, man. I don't want to disappoint myself with that. Um, I'm gonna be straight and be real. I still I got on Anthem again for eight minutes. There it is. And then, and then, then I got on Madden the franchise because I'm gonna keep my word. As much as I, you know, I don't know. It's kind of like weird. It's kind of definitely a weird feeling getting on Madden, but I'm enjoying. I'm saying in honor of you know doing yeah. my thing with that, building up my Saints. Shout out to who that's. Sure. But this week, I, honestly, with the most fun and the shit that I must be really real with spending most of my gaming time is I've been I've been grinding my my 2K bill, bro. I've been grinding my my point guard slasher. Just uh, it's I, it takes time to get them badges, man. I'm still working on that shit right now. I've been my career in it. Fuck out a couple of neighborhood games. I feel kind of bad because I'll probably fat shame someone's child. <laughs> and it was it, I feel like it was a righteous rage um, And that's what's gonna happen sometimes I feel like a vigilante I'm that old nigga that you don't wanna do Like you got to the point where it's like God man Come on old man And it was, it was a motherfucker that was on my team But I had just been finished grinding I wanted to work some badges up I just wanted to get on the neighborhood real quick And run with a random You know what I'm saying Yeah And it was just like one of the people That just talked too much shit Through the whole game Instead of just playing like We could've won but it got to the point where it was like a tie game, eighteen, eighteen. He said, "I gotta plug the, uh, I gotta plug the headset up now, cause you've been talking shit the whole game. Nobody else has been talking shit, just you, and you fucking up the vibe for everybody." And then I started to spit and scream and proceed to say that he sounded like somebody that enjoyed all the the newest snacks with the cream fields that lives with with his mom and all kinds of bitch ass niggas and nigglets and make fun of his pink bandana. And then he was like, ah, man, you could because I look crazy, weird, wrinkly, fucking beard and hair. It's all over the place, and I'm angry. And I was, I was, I was probably two drinks in at this point. And I didn't, I, at first I thought it was an adult, but then I felt like maybe he was a kid. But then I didn't feel bad, yo, bitch-ass kid. Everybody needs to hear this. If you get online, this is what but you anyway, get. Right, I hate to put that out in the universe, but after after it was over, I was like, let me just fall back for a moment. But I've been having a good time with my build. I really enjoy it. Um, just so far, it's 
listeners. I've been having a lot of fun with 2K this week. It's just a grind to get the badges, man, and get that shit squared away. I'm still trying to download motherfucking Gears 5. I'm gonna need to go get a hard drive. I need to go take a trip to motherfucking Best Buy today and go pay off a few things, get a new headset, maybe get a new hard drive, because I really want to play that uh, Gears 5. But it's been pretty much put... that. That's been pretty much my week, bro. It's been a honestly a 2K grind kind of week. First week it really came out and I've been having fun with it, man. Man, that sounds like a good that's time, it. man. That's all I got. Man, that sounds like a really good time to yeah. me. I really, it is. It it's is, funny man. how it's the people who talk the most shit are usually fucking up the game for everybody else. Look, man, I'm not gonna lie. It just I get something out of it. Like my old lady laughs at that shit because she could tell when it's about to come. Cause it's like, you know, some motherfucker just that's supposed to have been switching on defense the whole time, and then the, and, and they'll never switch with you. And the one time at the end of the game, I think that's what set me up. He was like, "Oh man, why you? Why?" And people that think that ain't nobody gonna say nothing, type of thing. Yeah, it kind of it makes me happy when I can just like I go crazy sometimes. So just be prepared. If we on the game and you're talking too much shit and being dishonorable and off everybody and uh, fight off bitch assiness, it, it may it may happen. I may not always be the most zen. Yeah. I'll, I'll be out there tripping, though, because I'll be out there, man, because, you know, I'm old. I'll be like, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm just an old man. I'm just trying to get some, somebody up. It's lots of fun. You know what I'm saying? Hit somebody with the motherfucking oop, 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 the oo-wee, and then bang-a-lang on them this year. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's just, this is a year. Last year, I didn't have as much fun leading off the season. I, I didn't even, I really damn near boycotted it. I was like, I'm not going to get it. I didn't get it until the middle of the year. This year, fuck all that. I went all the way in. So, so I'm, I'm, you know, even with all his faults and whatever else, I'm not even really seeing it right now, man. I don't really give a fuck. It's Madden season. I'm having a great time with it so far. Besides all the normal generational, general fuckery. Um, but see, this week isn't about me so much. It's about playing. You're, you're. I'm, I'm more excited about uh, this. This, this week's more so about you, sir. This week's more about your crack. You and shout out to Bootyus Bob and 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 even Big Willie. Sidebar with the Apex shit, but but really you and specifically Booty is Bob. And shout out to all the Bootyists out there, man. I feel a vibe. The power Booty is lately. That's another thing I, I need to shout out um, to all my Bootyists out there, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just real. That that help. It's been helping me get through. So, what have you been playing, sir? Man, what have you? I've been playing one game. One game. I played it three times this week. Three or four times this week. It was in very long stretches. It's Iceborne, the Monster Hunter add-on. That's a whole new fucking game. And I love it. I love it. I love it. If you wanted, if you thought the first Monster Hunter was difficult, and you thought there was a level of difficulty there that may have been a barrier, get ready to have your shit snacked on by some real motherfucking beasts because we got some real monsters in this one. It's incredible. So... Let's talk a little bit about the new map. The new map in Monster Hunter Iceborne. First of all, they call it Horfrost. Not a joke. They call it Horfrost. That's the place where you go, is Horfrost. That is real. That's the name of the new area. That's some cold shit. <laughs> some cold shit. I said, uh, what do you call a, a worker who works for Jack Frost? You call her a Horfrost. And uh, that was a terrible, terrible joke. Uh, 
<laughs> oh man, because it's over with again. It's over with. Um. Hmm. Todd's like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I mean, I, nah, <laughs> and I can't even put it all on you. I have to accept full responsibility all the choices that I've made in this whole thing. Extreme like this whole ownership. It's not exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. There you go. <laughs> but yes. Mm-hmm. The new map is called Warfrost. This is going to be fun to listen to. Yes. This is going to be fun. Like, this dance with the way the whole shit's up. Like, people aren't going to know how fucked up it is. They're going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Why is this, this the way it is? <laughs> so there's Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Maybe nobody. And shout out to Shanice. Shout out to Silver Joe. For the ladies out there with the Warfrost statements. Shout, shout out to Sarah. I definitely apologize. It's... I mean, I don't. It's called Horfrost. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's, it's a fact. It's a fact. That's what the name is. The handler says it in the game. We're going to Horfrost like it's a candy land. We're going to Horfrost. Oh. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. But yes, uh, Monster Hunter Iceborne. So they added some new uh, elemental... Um, elemental blights, if you will, or debuffs. Um, there's ice blight that comes from specific monsters that will now eat into your uh, stamina. Um, also, your stamina does... I did notice that they debuffed the stamina uh, just a tiny bit. It runs out a little bit quicker. The fights have also increased in length of time. Uh, generally speaking, solo fights are now going anywhere from... What they were originally from 10 to 15 minutes, it's now taking anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes uh, per fight, per monster. Uh, of course, if you get in with a party and a squad, it's going to take, it feels like a little bit less time until you get into some of the higher level monsters. Um, they've definitely added a lot of armor. They've added some layered armor, which is really cool. Um, that looks really cool. Um, especially you start with the dire wolf layered armor, which I thought was really neat and it's got a good vibe especially when you're going into the Horfrost uh, to fight the beasts of ye old. Um but no it's they also added they showed it off in the beta but they added the hook so you've got the hook or the claw if you want to call it that um, where you can actually claw onto a monster and it'll bring you over to him and you can stab him with your weapon uh, which I thought was really kind of a neat move. And, of course, if you got something like the Switch Axe that has the elemental discharge, uh, you actually bring the discharge up to full gauge, and then you can claw on, and you can stab your weapon and release into the monster. Um, only if you want to. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> I like the Switch Axe. And this whole time, what's the name of that show that they just dropped the second season on with the FBI? Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Mind. Ha-ha! <laughs> Mindhunter. The Monster Hunters edition. Yes! It's the Monster... Mindhunter, the Monster Hunter edition. You see, I cut off its face. And then I fed it to my chickens. <laughs> that's... That's what happened. Um... <laughs> no. You know, the FBI is going to listen... the monsters wear size 16 stilettos? All of them. All of them do. You can customize the monsters. Uh, but no, you cannot. Don't, don't take that for fact. 
You cannot customize the monsters. Uh, this edition actually has a lot more focus on story than the base game does. So I thought that was an interesting take. Um, that was some of the complaint from the last one is they wanted to see more storyline, um, which I don't know who said that because I definitely didn't. I was like, I'm good with just killing giant monsters with my friends. That's, That's fair, though. Yeah, I see that. From my outside, from, from less of a crackhead to get into it, that might have been... I could see that where that would add value, though. I mean, does it feel like it adds value to you? It does. It does. It it honestly adds value for me. Um, There's a moment where the handler is actually taken away during the story, and everybody celebrated because she's gone, and then she comes back. Because she's so annoying. The handler is so annoying. She eats fucking everything. Um, That's what she said. (laughs) Oh yeah, hey, on a random, cause yeah. like I don't want to stretch us, stretch us out too much and be unrealistic about this shit. This is totally off base, cause I really am looking forward to you getting back onto groove with Monster Hunter. But shout out Mike Pony. Oh, for sure. I, hopefully at the Cider Cave, cause yeah. I enjoy the Cider Cave. That's a fun little place. For you sure, Sam. I like that place. We a might lot. need to, like like one one day maybe that'll be a thing we could meet up and have a have a cider or two and kick it and and bounce and go back into our own gangster shit. Man, I but anyway, let's do that. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. Not to put pressure or be extra. You know what I'm saying. But that yeah. was random. Monster Hunter. My bad. My anyway, bad. yeah, Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Um, I'm really enjoying the experience so, thus far. This week again was an incredibly busy week at work, so I didn't get to get on there as much as I'd like. I only put probably about. Eight, 14 or 15 hours into it. Um, I wanted to do a lot more um, with the game itself. Some of the things that I have noticed too is the G rank monsters. You can definitely feel the need for a higher armor class. Uh, the defense ratings are now off the chart for the for the actual armor that you build, especially with the, the high rank. I call it G rank, but it's actually, they call it master rank in this one. Um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you a question. Because, you know, at the end of every fight, they give out little awards. And the awards are always based off of, like, either damage or parts broken or navigation or whatever. They have a new award for the claw called... Shout out Antonio Brown. (laughs) They have a new award for the claw called the Expert Clutcher. The Expert Claw Clutcher, I think is what it's called. Me and Bob were talking about this. What kind of sex move would that be? The Claw Clutcher. R.P. Aaron Hernandez. Oh, God. I forgot about him. <laughs> what would a sex move the Claw Clutcher be? That's my question. Just... R.P. Junior Seau. <laughs> Throw it out there to the tribe. What's a Claw Clutcher? You guys come up with it. We'll feature you uh, on the week after next week's, next week's episode. It's an old whore frost. It's an old whore frost. You're doing a claw clutcher in the hoarfrost? What's wrong with you, son? I told you not to do those things. Your mother's going to be so disappointed. You're going to go to the doctor? You need to get checked out. Man. <laughs> Does this make sense? They're going to swab your pee-pee. No. Because, <laughs> no. hold up, man. This whole shit, this nothing. This is complete. This is complete and just... It's chaos. It's whatever, bro. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to welcome chaos. Again. Yes. Um. So, yeah, L-O-U-C-B-D oil. We still fuck with y'all. Try to S-T-T pod, um, you know, do that. Uh. Yeah, Um. skip the tutorial at T-Public. Just put that in there, and we apologize again. All right. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Poor Frost. 
Okay. Clutch, I, clutch your car. <laughs> I love Iceborne, though. It's uh, really good. It's amazing. Uh, it's probably going to be my game of the year, if I'm being real honest. Really? Yeah, it really is. It's a full new game. Is Jason Bourne in, is it? I can it's make Michael. Jason Bourne. I will make a Jason Bourne. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's really all I've been playing. I plan on getting on there more. Uh, like I said, this week's been crazy. Next week's going to calm down enough where I'm going to be able to actually spend some time with it. Uh, but. Man, we're both losers, though. We're both not playing Borderlands 3. I so know. We're both losers. I need to get on there. Even my. With the Metacritic, motherfucker. Even my wife walked in the room this morning while I was asleep, and she's like, you're not on Borderlands 3, you fucking loser. And then she walked out, and I was like, that's weird. Why would you do that? But okay. Uh, But anyway, we will be back with some news momentarily. Stick around for this breaking Horfrost news. Osama, Osama Bin Laden's son got killed today. Oh, shit. Swans to you, Osama's son. Welcome to the Horfrost. We're uh, with the Lewis Fair car. Thank y'all for sticking with it. Welcome back to Skip the Tutorial, where we're talking about the news. We're talking about the news. Uh, we got some news for you guys. Uh, some hot news. Not uh, some some hot news. It's hot news. All right, confirmed media event. Wait, roll that news theme first. Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Cham Kynes, Horts. Rick Tamlin, Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. All right, back to it. Confirmed media event. For Last of Us Part 2, new gameplays. Game, I cannot talk this week. New gameplay for Last of Us Part 2 in a media event with a potential release date, all according to Twitter, uh, specifically a tweet from Jeff Keeley. Jeff Keeley. <laughs> So, Last of Us 2, expect some news this month. We're actually probably going to get a release date and some new gameplay footage, and we're going to get we're going to get into this with with the zombies. And I know people are excited about it. Uh, so we'll find out how that goes. We'll find out how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll find out. Uh, next piece of news, Todd. I know you're excited about this. Kojima says even now he doesn't understand what Death Stranding is. Um, so the creator of the game no longer understands what the game is. So, you know, he said game design is holistic for him. I'm excited that we have a game designer coming out with a game that we don't understand, which makes me even more excited for it. It really does. Right. Like, you right. don't so Mickey Mouse, <laughs> Mickey Mouse did heroin. It's true. It's true. Mickey Mouse did heroin and opium. And, we got a Death Stranding and complex. Death Stranding is possibly LSD trip. I really or hope DMT, it is. if you will. Yes. That's what I want 
from my Death Stranding is a DMT trip. <laughs> That's what I want. You put it on some foil and you smoke it and you go up into the atmosphere for 10 minutes, sir. It's it's a thing. <laughs> it's it is, it is what it is. You, is that, it's like I can just picture that voice with you with like a fedora on with like a odd coat outside of an adult film cinema. Welcome to the show, sir. Do you want to get your tits titillated? Uh, Wait a minute, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> That's a reference for people who, uh, maybe if they're a little younger. If you don't know who Pee Wee Herman is, let me explain something to you, kids. No, never no, no, jerk no, no, off no, in a no, theater. No, no, go, gotta let it be. Let them find out for themselves, okay? You know what I'm saying? 1980s New York, baby. But anyway, I, I interrupted you. There was some good news that was going on. Spread the good news, sir. Yeah. I will. I will. Uh, NBA 2K20 is getting review bombed on Steam. That was the fixed 2K movement because there was a lot of kickback based on the lottery system and a bunch of shit going on with the system and then a lot of content creators, as we preferenced before, uh, you know, being shit on as far as like, hey, that was primarily prior to like that second day it was supposed to be like a first day patch. Yeah. Um. Like, a, and I, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. And it's kind of funny. We talked about that review bombing last week with Astro Chain. So it's just kind of played out a little bit. It's starting to seem like it's something that's in, in the, you know, in the area, in the atmosphere, in the society. Unfortunately, right now. But generally, most of the folks right now that actually like the higher up people that yeah. fuck with the two K that I've been seeing. You know, it's 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 pretty much normal 2K Fair enough. Kind of shit already is past a little bit, it seems like. Fair enough. And then you see me personally like playing and putting hours into it. Like I like a lot of review bombing. It was actually some real funny shit. Like some genuinely funny shit going on with that. Cause I'm not trying to downplay it like it was working right. It did need to be fixed. Like motherfuckers was talking about Fire Ronnie 2K. They was blowing on motherfuckers. Like talking about they got money for fucking pimps and horse, but not to fix the goddamn game. No, that was me. I said that. But I'm just saying, like they were saying they got all kinds of guy loads. Like they were talking about how they lied up the park was fucked up. Or not fucked up. It's just the same park as we had last year. Yeah. There's just a lot going on. Nobody can make any shots. But that's also the game it just came out. People are figuring out that it's badge related. Like I said before, that's why I've been grinding my badges. You feel me? Because that's a real important part of the game this year. Also, people were pissed off about the stamina bar. They don't bother me too much because it adds to, you know, just actual competitive balance a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this year, I, I definitely personally, this is just me. Like, I get the review bombing. I think that in some some of that shit actually needed to happen for how much 2K rapes folks. I appreciate it, but it's actually pretty dope this year. Sweet. Well, that's a good perspective. Like, I'm though. really having yeah. fun. I'm having fun with my build. Like, I'm telling you, most of the real, like, like I, people is on the game this year. And like I said, the my career is better. It's just a pretty cool game. It's good, man. I would like a good basketball game. I used to play the NCAA basketball stuff a lot. And that was a lot of fun uh, back in the day. It's something about college college sports that reminds me of slavery. I think that's why I waned away from them. Even though I'm having my fun and LSU looks really good this year. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons reasons why I've had a bit of a you know falling back on them. 
Yeah. No. Fair enough. Moving on. Uh, astral chains. Astral chains. Yes. Uh, GameStop up closing up to two hundred stores. GameStop is closing up to two hundred stores. Um, I think we all kind of saw this coming. I mean, we really did. That's what she said. Oh, saw it from across the room. Landed in a glass. Um. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That was a horrible thing to say. Uh, this whole episode is a horrible thing to say. It is what it is. We do what we do. Title of the episode, A Horrible Thing to Say. That's really kind of where we're at. Really kind of where we're at. But now, I mean, we did see this situation happening. Um, the further we remove ourselves from physical media, um, the more that we start to see that these stores will start to shut down and things will start to close out, and a lot of your in-person purchases will be limited to big box stores like Best Buy, like Walmart. Um, more people are going to drift to digital market, or if you really still want a physical copy, you do like I do, which is order everything on Amazon. Um, and maybe it's just the vibe of going into GameStop now. Um, it just feels different. It just it feels strange. Nowadays, it's dirty. I, it does. It's just weird, man. I mean, I still like GameStop. I still like going in person. But at the same time, I was uh, talking with my wife about this because I'm a big DVD and Blu-ray collector. Um, I like a big library of stuff. And, you know, I used to be able to go into Best Buy. And I noticed that the first thing that happened was the movie started to go. So the movie selection started to get real limited to one or two aisles. And now the video games are starting to get like that, too. Right. And that's something kind of I wanted to save a little bit for the round table. Yeah. Because yeah. that actually is is a it kind of ties in the review moment and how crazy overall things are nowadays. And, and uh, as opposed to like the reality of the circumstances in the situation like the same it could be harmful to your own wants and needs <laughs> in my humble opinion it's kind of a weird thing it's like a weird dichotomy to the whole situation like and trust me it's nobody that's that's closer to the fuck fuck GameStop, you know ideals yeah but when you really think about it is it really good for gaming yeah i mean that's the question you have to ask yourself is it really good for gaming is it really good for the community um, next piece of news, and we'll get into more GameStop talk later. Um, next piece of news, the NPD has released the top 20 selling games of August. So we'll break down some of the top 10 here. Number 10, Astral Chain, Todd. Astral Chain was number 10. Uh, number nine was Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, number eight was Mortal Kombat 11. Number seven is Mario Kart 8. Number six was Super Mario Maker 2. Number five was Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number four, Fire Emblem's Three Houses. Listen to our last episode for the year of the Switch. You see how many top ten games are on there just for the Switch? That's incredible. Uh, number three was GTA V. Of course, Grand Theft Auto V making a rock star billions of dollars. It's insane. Number two was Minecraft. Minecraft made number two of the top-selling video games in August. And the number one, surprise, surprise, was Madden 20. Madden NFL 20, number one. Video games 
Those sports games are going to be around for a while. So, you know, you talk about where the other funding comes from. Just look at those sports divisions. They make a lot of money for a reason. People play them still. Just saying. Um, And if you get on to people who play sports games, you know what? That's their style of game. That's their preference. Um, And if you just think that they're less of a gamer because that's all they play, well, clearly you need to go look in the mirror. I'm just saying. Just saying. Thought. Baby, you know what I'm saying? We kind of we kind of prefaced that last week with the perception on certain things. You know what I'm saying? Just different strokes for different folks. And it's all kinds of fuckery that's melded into all kinds of society, gaming society. So, you know, not to appease the game the, the sports gamers from their fuckery, including myself, but you know. Yeah. It's a thing. I'm not, not. I'm not. I'm not making sense. I, it's okay. It's, <laughs> Neither it's one. Kind of week. I'm sorry, it's, it's bad it's, week. It just is what it is. Uh, next piece of news: Mark Hamill will. I guess be- it was Friday the thirteenth. Some, something's going on. <laughs> it was Friday the thirteenth and a full moon, and I decided to chug beers. Actually, I didn't. I slept like a motherfucker. I slept so good, and then I'm still tired. Um. Anyway, next piece of news: Mark Hamill shocks fans with. A voice role in Final Fantasy 7. I almost said Final Fantasy 17. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We'll get there eventually, but yes. Mark Hamill will appear in Final Fantasy 7. Um, Kojima was visited by Keanu Reeves, and he was overjoyed by the visit from Keanu Reeves. If you don't know anything about Kojima, he's an action movie fan. So you're talking about the guy from Point Break showed up to his development studio to talk things over. And uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'd love to see Keanu Reeves in person. He seems like a real chill dude. He seems like a real relaxed guy. I like that dude. All right, what else do we got here? Keanu, if you can loan us a nice you or, or like do us a shout out CD Projekt Red or some shit for Cyberpunk. Can we be characters in Cyberpunk or something, Keanu? You can make it happen. Please, Keanu. I know I- you're there. I think he'd be a great Jesus, though, in like a, a, a actual biblical movie too. The way people treat him, but, I'd love to see a modern uh, age uh, version uh, of that. Um, Apple, what was, the, what was the brutal one? Oh, the Passion of the Christ. Super brutal, starring Keanu Reeves. Oh my God, <laughs> Keanu Reeves in Passion of the Christ. Uh, Passion of the Christ right. too. The Revenge. Oh, my God. All right. Moving on. Uh, Apple Arcade releases on September 19th with over 100 exclusives. Exclusives, Todd. Exclusives. I cannot talk today. Yes, Apple Arcade. starring John Wick. (laughs) All right. It's going to cost $4.99 a month. $4.99 cents a month um it'll include some konami stuff some gog um so hidden later games is going to be on there chucklefish games which i love that name chucklefish it reminds me of my favorite insult why what are you looking at chuckle fuck that's my favorite insult um <laughs> <laughs> oh man you need to uh it's a good copy of it on cinema hd bro just so you know i appreciate that thank you uh 
Next piece of news. In-game, in order to increase your stamina in the game of Death Stranding, you have to drink a Monster Energy drink. Monster Energy is in the game Death Stranding. So, yes. He read the world and he said, everybody loves Monster. So that's what we're going to go with. Uh, the Capcom Home Arcade. Everybody saw this release with the actual joysticks, the big button design that's designed around the Capcom logo. It's coming out October 2019. October 2019. It's uh, going to include Final Fight. I'm pretty sure it's going to include Street Fighter and Alien vs. Predator. AVP is going to be on there. So that's going to be interesting. Um, and Take-Two is attempting to shut down the Red Dead Redemption PC remaster project. Take-Two is attempting to shut down. Um, they've been in touch with the modder, and they demanded that he stop his work on the PC version of Red Dead for the remaster. I guess they probably want to do their own remaster. Uh, but that's all I got for news, Todd. Do you have anything for anything before we go off into our third segment? Uh Shout out again to Bootyus Bob for reminding me about the fairy tale release that's called like a great set. A digital titty time and really dope healing butt action in there. Like a lot of Bootyism in the fairy tale series. It's one of my favorite ones. I think that should be our, the official Bootyus anime, potentially. I'm going to throw that out there with everybody, you know, in the Bootyus tribe or cult. I mean, <laughs> in, in Bootyism and all. Like what? What? The, what the anime should be that represents it? I mean, personally, I would think like maybe Afro Samurai Fairy Tale kind of sums up the the whole gist of it. Maybe we can add that to the culture. So, let me know what your favorite anime is and more to that. Um, I probably sound tired again because I am <laughs> tired of all the bullshit. But I appreciate you guys, and that's pretty much all I got to say. That's I'm all good on this segment. Go ahead and get to the next one. Yeah, we will be back. We will be back. Fuck man, with the motherfuck. Hey, I just appreciate the people that keep sticking around and rolling with the punches. We're tired. Goodbye. We'll be back. Of ourselves. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Skip the Tutorial. We're in our third segment, the roundtable. Me and Todd are talking about the evolution of the industry and what drives the industry now, whether it be content creators, Twitch streamers, YouTubers, video game sales, Metacritic scores, review bombing, GameStop closures, Best Buy, Walmart, Amazon, same-day delivery on pre-orders. We got a lot. Or my personal theory, booty. Booty! But it drives the industry because it drives everything else. What did we say? What did we say? I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. Everybody loves tits and ass. It's just true. true. I don't care where you are. Yeah, man, but the evolution of gaming, because I loved it when you brought this up. I don't know. We're not, you know, the fucking experts on that. What's his name? John Carmack? John Carmack. 
John Carmack. That motherfucker's a gangsta-ass nigga. Like, you know, I'm not on no level of that. I don't know no digital AI secrets and no shit. I'm not Elon Musk. I ain't just get a billion dollars from Microsoft to make a digital brain that's going to take over Terminator. But I do find it interesting, and I think it's a great question. It's one of the people, um, you know, and hearing a few things. I meant to read... Let me go ahead and get this shit knocked out real quick before I forget. Yeah. Because I said I was going to do that shit before we get into this thing. To recap from last week, we did have Matthew Tango have a response in the game on on, on a show from uh, Subscriptions versus Microtransactions. Matthew Tango, shout out to him again. Uh, I just listened to your show, and for someone who has been six years, now I have... I have absolutely no problem with subscription based model. The hold on wait, let me put the Seymour. The came oh the game puts out so many free patch updates with extra story content, new dungeons, new raids, and new PvP stuff throughout the year that the monthly cost covers all the time and money that goes into paying the employees to keep the game updated as often as they do. Now if I wasn't getting all these patches and content here then I would be really upset with paying a $15 a month for the game. Okay. I just said I was going to read that. Yeah. I read it. I mean, that's a good, that's a fair that's, enough perspective. That's, that's a fair perspective. You know yes, what I'm saying? Um, but well. that's, that goes to the point. Like, it's just, I think it's just, you know, what your perspective is on what value is to you. And, yep. you know, it's, but I think it's also still good to think about, like, in general, let's not forget that those services started long yeah no i agree i agree those services were around uh before the microtransactions and you know it does make an interesting interesting idea about the discussion behind that and anytime we bring up evolution and the evolution uh but anytime we bring up something on the show this is something of us reaching out to you guys too um to understand you know what are your friction points on these things um, what are your what are your pros and cons? What do you guys think? That's what we want to know. Um, so as we go into this topic and discussion, remember you can let us know at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, Twitter stt underscore pod, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, or Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. We love to hear from you guys and go ahead and join that private Facebook group up there, the Skip the Tutorial Tribe, uh, for even further discussion and more open discussion, it seems. Uh, we also do have a Discord. Do <laughs> yeah. Yes. Do it, do Simo. Do it slowly. Do it slowly. Um, why does it sound so smooth when you say it? It sounds so creepy when I say it. Do it slowly. Uh, I feel like the FBI is going to use the catalog of our episodes to build a profile on me one day. That's probably. That's probably. I told you, it's, my, it's Monster Hunters, Mine Hunters edition. Monster Hunters, Mine Hunters edition. Welcome to the Horror Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne, Jason Voorhees had a baby. Uh, anyway. It's a double feature with Passion of Christ Toos. Toos. Starring Keanu Reeves. Starring Keanu Reeves. All right. We're getting this discussion. So the thought behind this is, is that as we evolve as a community and as we evolve the Internet, essentially, where, you know, it's gone from um, open forums and open discussion and finding, you know, rare Japanese games online or looking up 
video game lore to now it's gotten to a point where Twitch seems to be a big player in a lot of things. I mean, people pay, developers pay content creators, especially on Twitch, to feature their games. Um, so the question you have to ask yourself is, are we being brainwashed into what we need to buy um, versus what we want to buy? I mean, I'm not saying that there's not... So, for instance, if you have Call of Duty or Borderlands 3 or um, Fortnite or Apex Legends, I'm not saying that they don't have qualities that make them fun games. However, sometimes I look at Apex Legends and I look on a rate of return on my enjoyment in Apex Legends, and I have to ask myself sometimes, am I playing this game just to play it? Am I going down this kind of vicious cycle just because I've seen it played elsewhere better than me? and I want to get to that spot, or am I actually playing the game because I enjoy playing the game? You know, I mean, there's there's a whole thought process behind the psychology around the influencers Are you streamers. trying to imply the possibility advertisers are trying to perform illusory truth effect upon us? An, an actual tendency for us to believe information just to play upon the tendency for us to believe information is true or correct after we're repeatedly exposed to it especially by colory hair people that apparently you don't like Brian that happen to go on Mixer I don't know if I like that motherfucker either he got in trouble no, I'm just kidding but no I am he played, he played with Dre yeah that's for sure Too money alcoholic I ain't mad at you shout out pro Jared yeah uh, I'm not trying to apply it. I'm just stating it. Uh, I mean, it is. Twitch is advertisement. That's what it is. It's a giant advertisement platform, right? The only difference is, is that they're bringing in the regular population to advertise. So you think it's a bad thing naturally, or you think it's a good thing? I think it, I'm, I'm torn because I see the entertainment value in it in something like Twitch, but I also see where it is just, it's almost like crowdsourcing your advertising pool. And I think it's an interesting concept because you got to understand the way that Twitch makes money is not digital titty. Yes. It's it's not that they make money because you know people pay a subscription I mean they have subscription services to it. But the way they make money is through advertisement, but the way that they sell advertiser space is by views and the way those views are caught are by it's a weird platform when you break it down because it's a self-advertising platform and it's a cycle of advertisements that's all it is the video game is advertisements the streamers that's why it took them so long just to allow podcast onto their show uh to do live shows was because for a while they would restrict it to only video game play or only board game play um, until some big name celebrities or big name content creators got involved on the other side of things. Um, but if you think about the way Twitch works is they make money from the advertisers. The people who go on Twitch make money from the subscribers. The video game companies make money because they put the name out there to popular content creators who then advertise their game for hours on end. I mean, think about the cost of return on that. You don't have a 30 second advertisement now. You've got a four hour advertisement. You've got a four-hour advertisement. I will say this: I respect the fuck out of streamers, though. The oh, ones, I do. Like that, do they thing? Like yeah. as far as like the hustle of it, like I can't knock the hustle because that's some shit. That's it's 
you know, like days like today, like we're just making it happen. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm not complaining because I enjoyed it. It doesn't feel right. Not fucking with it until we need to not fuck with it for a little while to make sure that it's not fucked up. You know what I'm saying? What the motherfuck. Yeah. So but streamers, though, that sit on like for five, six, eight hours at a time trying to be entertaining and or be great at a game because yeah. like I'm not going to knock that hustle. No, I don't knock but them I, at all. I don't knock right, them at but all. But I definitely I super feel your position. Like, do we? I mean, is we just are we just swung up in this bullshit? Because we see what's going on with with the review bombing and the what the Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes and all this other kind of shit and and just this weird counterculture reactive activity that doesn't even that's that's not like based on anything other than like emotion or just stupidity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like is that being manipulated and easily like turned by these certain influencers and and the culture. Yeah, and are these? And it, I mean, I, I just think it's an interesting question. And I, I think you have to bear the question too: are when these influencers gain a certain amount of viewership and leadership over people, especially large groups of people, you know, how much is their opinion or how much is their review really going to be solid in something completely objective that you can trust? There's some out there that I definitely trust. Um, Angry Joe's one of those dudes who, you know, I'll go to him. Um, he doesn't seem to stray away from his opinion. You can trust us because we don't get paid for this shit. This is on a volunteer basis. We do this because we love it. Um, even Boogie and some of those, but some of the big streamers and stuff, like you got to think about Ninja. Like, okay, let's let's pose the question. Todd, in your thought process, how popular would Fort, Fortnite be without Ninja? How popular would well, Fortnite be without Ninja? First off, let me clarify my position. I yes. Just, I don't know. You may find me too. Well, Boogie, I shook your hand, so you you know, whatever. But I don't know you motherfuckers. I don't trust that easy. None of you motherfuckers. I have my own opinion. I agree with some of the shit. I, yep. I don't agree with other shit. I think really the majority of content creators, uh, from my humble opinion and perspective, are kind of skewed in a weird way. Yeah. And it has to do with some like systematic breakdown shit you know what i'm saying yeah even some of the top ones even though some mean no harm just like just like i don't mean harm or you don't mean harm we might rub the wrong person the wrong way just on certain things but that um but like so that with that said i'm kind of neither either here nor there with the ninja shit i i sincerely like i feel that I'm, i wouldn't separate angry joe from ninja like, yeah i can see that too. I, if i find it entertaining i find it entertaining if i don't if i find it useful i, I find it useful I never really did get into Fortnite. I never really did get into that whole yeah. genre. It's hard for me to. If I were to play a battle royale game, I um it would be Apex. We already talked about that. But I'm kind of you know shying away from all of that. Like I would, Joe type content creator because I respect. I mean, there's similarities as far as you know gaming industry interests and movies and shit like that and you know whatever. But there's definitely differences. I mean, you know. They, that that's like a heavy metal type thing, and you know how that go. We've yeah, had that conversation. Yeah, we've had that discussion. You, you know what I'm saying? No, no knock, but we've we've, we've had that talk. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Because yeah, I feel. Shout you. out to Puerto Rico because <laughs> I know they're still going through it. But you know what I'm saying? I understand it. I, Hurricane children, baby. I just have to think. I just have to think to myself. You know, with Fortnite's popularity, and that kind of begs the question: is just you know how popular would it really be? Without content creators. I mean, without the I streamers. Think, I think 
I think it kind of was a, I think it was like a perfect storm situation though. I think it okay. was timing, and I think this was kind of an inevitable thing that was gonna happen, and the battle royale thing just was congruent at the same time as the streamers were were, were getting. We're getting a little bit more sense. popular, yeah. Um. Yeah, like Call of Duty is really when I remember it starting to really take off. Me too. Especially with like YouTube before Twitch and everything else. Yeah, and back think, when Twitch was just Justin TV. Right, right. So it was just like YouTube was big with a lot of streamers with Call of Duty where motherfuckers didn't even have to be interesting, didn't even have to say nothing, just play Call of Duty for 12 hours straight, put it on stream, and people was fucking with them. Then it kind of grew in. And at the same time that was going on, like the Battle Royale came into it. Then it became about more so like the personalities like basketball. Now you're starting to wrap the sport around the singular star as opposed to the sport itself. You market it that way. And here we are. Now you got uh, somebody like Ninja, which like I say, I don't personally, I, I'm not close enough to the whole genre to like or dislike him. Yeah. I do find it interesting. I mean, how potent and powerful that is. To move from one platform for Twitter thing, and even have us on here questioning like the evolution of influence in the society. Well, I mean, see, your dog just made my cat meow for the first time. Shut up, Logan. <laughs> it's okay. But that, I, no, no, no homo. No, yeah, no. Uh, I just realized what you said. <laughs> Um, that's kind of homo. I always thought that, man. I never say no homo, but I, that was like it's a rare. I feel the need to say that. That was kind of shut up, Logan. But no, um, I think you're My right. Bad, I mean, but it's yeah. it's an interesting idea because if you think back in the '80s, video games were primarily driven by the arcade. I mean, you had the home entertainment systems, but it was more expensive to get into. But a lot of video game were driven by the arcade and the competition of the arcade and going down there and, you know, being with your friends in person. And then you had the 90s, which you had all these kind of crazy advertisements that came out of the 90s. Uh, If you ever want to be entertained, go look up print ads for Game Boy from the 90s. It's hilarious. Uh, Back when Nintendo wasn't so worried about being family friendly, uh, especially the Game Boy Advanced era. But a lot of what drew the 90s was the, the actual war. The, the console wars uh, between the, the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. Those were, that was a big driver of sales for both companies. And then you got into the 2000s and they tried to reflect the same situation. But I think when we got a little bit bigger and more connected online, um, which you did, I mean, the PlayStation, the Nintendo and the Xbox era, uh, starting out, you know, a lot of the drive behind that. Hey, stop it. A lot of the drive behind that was the multiplayer, the the exclusivity. What was exclusive to what console and what were you going to get? Whether it be Halo uh, for the actual original, the OG Xbox, or if you wanted to play Final Fantasy games for the PlayStation, um, you know, you had a lot of that going on. However, when you got to now, it's it's what drives the market is a weird mix and variety of things. There's never been such a bigger highlight on video game criticism. Um, I mean, if you look at Metacritic, they even weigh what is a rotten... If you ever look at that, what passes for a green, yellow, or red in a video game on Metacritic is miles away from what passes for a green, yellow, or red for a a movie score. 
Um, and I think it's because you're playing a lot of weight. We've also never had so many video games. There's never been an era where we've had so many releases on so many different platforms simultaneously where it's really difficult unless you keep a master running list of what's coming out and what's going on. So you have to rely right. on different forms of advertisement. But those advertisements have become twisted in a way where the advertisements are now influencing people by the millions where you couldn't pay for that type of coverage back in the 90s or 2000s. You couldn't buy that type of a four-hour stream viewed by millions of people with video clips that get filtered out to YouTube later um, and make headlines where now we see where streamers and content creators are making headlines. It's an interesting situation, but one of my friends brought this up. He said he has kids who want to be good like Ninja, but they're not. They're, you know, they're six and seven years old, so they're not going to be. They don't have the reflexes um, available now. However, what he was saying is a lot of the times with the video game, it started with Fortnite where if they couldn't get past a part, they would go watch them stream or, you know, if they couldn't be good like they wanted to. Now it's with every video game. They just go find a stream of it and just sit there and watch it until the game's over. And sometimes you have to think it's how much money are they making off of people who, I mean, I, I'd like to see, and I don't know if this is information that's available. I know it's somewhere out there that they track this. However, I would like to see how many people actually complete a video game that is released versus how many people watching online now. And is that taking away from the culture of gaming? Is the idea of watching somebody play a video game take away from the actual experience? You know what? Right. Right. That's a good that's a good question. I think that's a, a, a whole question within itself because really when I think about it, especially with classic games being so much more difficult than newer games, I know a, there was a big culture just and I understand why they were made that way. Like some of the older games were just really difficult to yeah. beat. So I, a lot of people didn't beat them then and I remember that's what like there was a whole guide write shit down it was just more difficult to do the same shit i think people do today but i also do think it may be an issue is a little bit more prevalent because you know it's just more availability it is a little bit easier um and i think that started with like g4 and everything like that because it was it was just it's like it's almost almost like espn almost like how many people actually yeah. watch full football games anymore as opposed to just watching the highlights like yeah i guess that's a tangible real like a, a reasonable question but as far as in relation to like the evolution of the game are affected i don't think you know one has to do with the other um, yeah i could see that too i could see that too they're not mutually exclusive uh, right you know what yeah I'm saying? but I, that's a good point too but i mean the crazy thing to me though is just i guess we can't be afraid of it but it how does this tie into just a quick I don't want to get into it in depth depth because that's you know there's enough information about it but with these streamers with Stadia coming out with streaming with this being a tail end of this uh this gaming boxes generations and I think we'll get one more for sure but you know is it inevitable like things are going to be more of a monopoly um with with like mom actually brick and mortar locations like GameStop um, disappearing because when GameStop started eating up the whole industry and taking over Babbage's and all the gaming you know little stores and everything like that that was one thing because they just opened for a lot of years 
But with the industry changing the way it is and that actually going away, I think that's just going to take away more options for gamers. And in the long run, as, as much fuckery as GameStop has done, and in a lot of ways they deserve the shit that they're getting as far as the idea and me actually being happy that they didn't get the shit together and it's looking like they're going downhill. Like, I'm not happy about that. Yeah. For whatever reason. It's just like this innate be able to go to a GameStop if need be as opposed to me ordering something on Amazon or order something online. I, I like actually instant gratification. I, that's a yeah. part of my game experience. Now, I'm an old fuck, so I also used to enjoy blockbuster visits. You know what I'm saying? Me too. So, and I got over that with, with right, but it was something about that where you know it's the and i think it's a leaving but i was gonna say it's the cultural sea change that we're going through right and it's 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 gonna be i think right now more than ever we're in a transitionary period where there's no clear path to the future and i think that makes a lot of people nervous to a degree um i think video games as an industry has never been stronger i think it's the venue that we experience those games that are suffering um, I mean, how how much longer before PC gaming? And you know, a lot of people are gonna probably get upset by what I'm gonna say here. But how much longer before PC gaming goes the way of the dodo? Is my question. I mean, I know Steam's a big industry, but over time, PCs have started to dwindle as far as the experience in gaming. I mean, we still play PC games, but you know, a lot of games are starting to populate both on the pc and a console platform and you know how long before it's just well we don't want that anymore you're talking about this big desk tower that has to sit in here and it overheats and you got to upgrade parts and you've got the monitor issues or if i can just plug an hdmi into a console and plug it into my tv how long before that goes you know i mean i think we're in that sea change uh, right i don't now. think i don't think I don't think PC Master Race will ever let that happen. Those are a different breed of motherfuckers. Those are like Navy SEAL gamers, though. I don't know. It's something about that. That's shit. also true. They'll, they'll they'll put little monitors screwing into their eye sockets. Weirdos. <laughs> but, uh, Screw monitors into their eye sockets. This is the future. It looks like a Daldo video. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Sorry. We were real serious for a hot minute. Then it, you know, it's us folks. So enjoy the ride. Hey, man. But no, it's it's really just about the question, though, as usual. Yeah. You know, it's always fun to ask. And I mean, it's been fun to do this episode with the challenge of riding the, the digital technical difficulty for an hour and a half. <laughs> feels like. So, I mean, it is what it is with this one, man. But I think it's just more so. Throw the questions out there every week. That's what we try to do. Like we, the questions we talk about, we ask ourselves the shit that comes up on random, however and whatever we thinking about at the time. And it is a thing. Like when I pop on my laptop and automatically try to get on Gears of War Five, download it, and Microsoft is there, and all of a sudden, hey, there's a Mixer. Shout out to Jamie Greenberg. I know he he's our our resident uh, Xbox streamer with a uh, Mixer with Apex, and he's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But, um, that's why I say so like culturally it's not all bad hustle and I can't knock the hustle but I think at the end of the day to just to get straight to it we have to be vigilant and aware of that as well and not take away from people that have a different idea and going completely with these large waves of momentum but not necessarily allowing the diversity that's innate in gaming to continue to be prevalent 
because I think as an art form, that's what helps it be what it is and what it's become. And it's part of this, I believe, what's the saying? Absolute power does what? Uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. It's true. So I mean that we got to be we got to be aware of that little aspect. I think that's kind of where I land on that question right now. Just like on a few other aspects of the gaming industry, let's not forget that you know it runs shit now as far as entertainment is concerned because it still feels like we're niche, but it's not. <laughs> like no, nope. and I think that's that's where some of the nervousness comes from. But that's just my personal humble opinion as usual. Intro. Excellent, man. Excellent. Um. So let us know your thoughts. What are your thoughts? Do you agree or disagree with our opinions or our thoughts? Uh, let us know. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, stt underscore pod on Twitter, facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, or instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. And as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Dynamite.